Welcome back to Rogue Opinions. My name is Nathan, and it's a punishment pod. Carl, it's a punishment pod, not just because I'm talking to you, but for other reasons. <laughs> it, well, it turned out not to be quite a punishment for you, though, did it? No, this doesn't really count as a punishment. I thought this was really good. But, um, yeah, we have um, we both lost. You lost... What did you lose? Takeover. Yeah, I, I lost Takeover. <laughs> it's been a while, and I lost SummerSlam. Just um, in fact, I would have won Takeover if they'd have put the um, breakout tournament final in there, which it was supposed to be. But who never won? mind. Who won that? Never mind. Uh, Jordan Miles, which was my prediction. Who's Jordan Miles? Is he good? Yeah, he's pretty decent. He's a bit. He's a bit like Apollo Cruz, though, in the sense that he's good in the ring, but he doesn't seem to have a great deal of personality at the moment. But maybe um, that will. But maybe that will come because he's only just getting started. Well, hopefully. But uh, yeah, I lost because of Ember Moon, and I can't remember what other one I lost. It was uh, Charlotte beating Trish. Yeah, the Queen of Queens, let you down. I know. I know. It, it was a real shame that I made the predictions and then she did loads of interviews saying she was retiring. <laughs> that was a real... Wait, that was wait, a... I need to change my mind! <laughs> yeah, that was a real chick kick to the face. But um, but Total Divas, we watched the first three episodes. Um, it, it's a real interesting show. We're just going to run through all three of these episodes. Um, we opened Total Divas with who else? But the people that got their own spin-off, it's the Bella Twins, Carl. The Bella Twins are back. Yeah, yeah. My, my favourites. Yeah, Twin Magic is alive once again, despite them not really looking like each other. Well, they, they do. It's just one's got bigger boob implants, or one hasn't got boob implants at all. I'm not too sure. No, Nikki's got like a sharper face. Bree's face is more like filled out. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? And uh, and Bree's always got that tattoo peeking over her shorts. That's true. Which That's is a true. real clue. A real clue. But uh, yeah, the Bellas are back. People aren't happy about it, though. Because there's competition for TV time. Because this is at a bit where the, the ladies aren't allowed to say that there's basically no TV time for the Divas. <laughs> but they are, they are kind of sugarcoating it by saying there's just a lot of competition for those two-minute matches. Yeah. And we've got... We've got Trinity, who in the future, future be known as Naomi. Or is she called Trinity? Uh, no, no, the real no, name Trinity. She, she is Naomi, but they use a, it's weird because they're using shoot names for some of them and then character names for the others. I know they are, I think Nikki and Brie are their real first names, but they're, they're not Bellas. They're, I think they're Garcia or something like that. So it's, it's, it's quite strange how they're doing it. Yeah, well, we've got Trinity and Ariana, who are the Funkadactyls. 
shit. They are indeed. Something I missed that tragically, something I missed out on. Yeah, I missed out. I think I asked you guys in the chat what a Funkadactyl was. Yeah, I remember seeing that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd never seen it. I'd never seen it before. But all I saw was Prince Albert and Brodus Clay. Yeah. Lord Tensile, the hip-hop hippo. It's funny how his career went full circle. He was Prince Albert. He was Albert. He was a hip-hop hippo. He was A-Train. He then disappeared to Japan and went all serious and won some big titles and then came back and turned into yeah turned into a hip-hop hippo again. He was meant to come back as a killer, but all the crowd just chatted Albert all the time, so the crowd sort of fucked it. Oh, speaking of fucking it, Bill, Bill DeMott is the trainer. Yeah, there. that's so awkward, isn't it? That's like... I was thinking, guys, Christ, that's a bit cringe, isn't it? After um, the reasons he got uh, sacked. Oh, and then one of my favourite things in life is um, John Cena trying to act like a human. <laughs> so seeing John, seeing John Cena try and fish was really entertaining. But John Cena's fishing, it's awkward because him and Nikki are very much in love at the moment. Or, Well, Nikki is. I, I, I just don't think... I, I don't know if John Cena is real after watch. After seeing interviews yeah, with him, he's, seeing he's, him talk, isn't he? He's very hard, and I don't know if Nikki Bell is so much is in love with John Cena, but is in love of the idea that she's with John Cena. If that makes any kind of sense, I think John Cena was sent from the future to try and find Sarah Connor. <laughs> but I really do. I think if you put a leather jacket on that guy, he's he, he's not real. Uh, Nikki says it feels like they're in the notebook and they try and recreate the poster to the notebook. Yeah, doesn't John Cena say what's the notebook? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, he's from the future. True, true. Um. And then some of these notes I just wrote down and I now no longer have context. I just wrote everyone awkwardly hugs, um, which I presume yeah. was Natty and everyone. And then they find out Natalia's... Natalia, we're coming up to WrestleMania 29, which was obviously the rematch to the once in a lifetime. And uh, we, Natalia, though, finds out she's not going to have a match at WrestleMania. And one yeah. thing that I don't believe, just quickly, is that... This is where I think there's a lot of people that don't want to be on this show. Because why is Jane telling Natalia this? Isn't she, she's like head of some random department, but it feels like she just wanted to be on camera. I don't believe this is really her job. Head of, head of talent relations, I think it was. Yeah, but she just she doesn't seem like it. Like I know JR used to do that job and John Laurinaitis, now just a woman called Jane. I mean, I don't know, because I don't even know a lot of these sort of reality programs in America. A lot of it is scripted, so I don't know how much is actually happening for real or how much is actually scripted for our entertainment purposes. Yeah, but I like Jane. She seems nice. Uh, But they are going to give, in the sequel to the well-received Triple H film, The Chaperone, Natalia is going to be chaperoning some newbies. Talent. And who are these newbies, Carl? They are Eva Marie, who I've, I actually missed during my break from wet wrestling. So this is my real first proper ex- Eva Marie experience. 
Oh, the Eva Marie experience is running wild. And someone, I think, is going to have a bit of fiend inside her. Is Jojo. Oh, oh, she's 19, Carl, in, in this show. I know, but that doesn't put that much out of these days. So Bray likes, Bray likes them young, doesn't he? Fair play to him. Oh, we'll we'll get to JoJo's choice in men later on because yes, yes, they all have man drama in this, don't they? Yeah, it's because the men are awful, but uh, uh, because it's scripted. Yeah, Natty's not happy about this. Uh, Breathe and walks up, and there's some cold exchanges. Natty's like, the Bellas have only just come back, and they're getting the WrestleMania matches just because they're the name. And Natty's basically being pushed to one side. Uh, yeah, and that that's kind of it's really good. But Jane wants Eva Marie to go blonde. Surprise, yes. surprise! Because WWE would like a woman to be blonde. Yeah, strange that, isn't it? And it's because they believe Eva Marie looks too similar to the Bellas. Uh, but Natty's like, hey, I'm here and I'm blonde. And yeah. And that that's that opening opening bit. Natty really being shunned to one side. Yeah, as she has been on so many occasions. Oh, she just had a match at SummerSlam. She's fine. Oh yeah, uh, I'm sure she was perfectly happy to do this. But uh, someone that isn't perfectly happy is Ariana, one of the Funkadactyls, and we get introduced to Vincent. Now, to using it to. <laughs> Outkicking your coverage would be an understatement to what Vincent looks like compared to what Ariana looks like. Yeah, he's, uh, it's not what you expect from he one is... of as Ariana to be dating, is he? He's very yeah. normal. She seems to be dating some kind of New York Italian stereotype. Yes. <laughs> he's just missing like the white beaded uh, t-shirt, isn't he? Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. Now, we're backstage at this point, and the Funkadactyls went to do some rehearsal, and apparently didn't go well, and Brodus Clay said something that wasn't very nice to the Funkadactyls. And well, to, Vincent... uh, yeah, to, our, uh, to Ariana um, Pacific, specifically, sorry. Yeah, and they're backstage at a WWE show, and non-wrestler... Vincent is just going apeshit. Yeah, he's 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 threatening to start a fight with uh, three hundred pound, six foot six or whatever he is, uh, Brogius Clay. Not a good idea in anyone's book. Yeah, not a great idea. Like life, he he's making poor life choices. But they do have a problem because they're backstage at a wrestling show, and Trinity is concerned. That if people start seeing this, uh, all the heat's going to come back on her. So they've got to try and calm Vincent down. Natalia tries to help. But Vincent, he's just talking about, oh, he, no one gets to talk to my girl like that. And I just want to see what he would do if he walked up to Brodus Clay and yeah, the hip-hop hippo. Yeah, uh, genius. I can't imagine it would go well for Vincent. I really can't. No, no. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't happen. And we're just... We're just now with uh, Jimmy Uso, whose real name is apparently John, and mm. Trinity. Uh, they're driving, which is awkward. Yeah, <laughs> so... yeah that, it, it is the it is the pre um, DUI um, era. 
So, you know. Yeah, and then we're obviously off to the Bellas. Time for the Bellas to get some screen time. They're concerned about the new competition. They're concerned specifically about... Yeah, Eva. they don't like Eva Marie because she's very pretty, it has to be said. She is a, she is an attractive lady. She is, and they think they look like... So they go... Um, they go looking for for the newbies. They knock on all the doors. They and then they just kind of act like bitches to them. And they're like, "Oh, don't try and show us up when you're backstage because they're going to some party later or something." I know. What gets me is you get all these people on the internet defending the bells and oh, they're such nice people and all that. And then you see them acting like they're some total divas, and you think, oh, "Are they nice people? <laughs> they're not acting it here. <laughs> they're just protecting their spot, brother." Brother, yeah, brother. Brother, brother, brother. brother. Um, so the obvious thing for Eva Marie to do at this point is to not go blonde, but to go the hairdressers and turn us her hair bright red. And all red, everything was born. I hope I hope this is real, because I like people who will say F you to authority and you know you don't want to do something, <laughs> I'll do what I want. Yeah, yeah, this is what Stone Cold would have done. Yeah, well, <laughs> he, he wouldn't have been able to dye his hair any colour, to be fair. But that's beside the point. <laughs> yeah, so Eva Marie turns around. She says this is what she thinks the Eva Marie character would be, fiery and feisty. So it was a good choice. And then they go back to see good old Jane. Jane is pissed. Well, she, she said, wants to be, doesn't she? She wants... She, she she actually likes it, and she wants. I think she like she wants to be pissed, but she can't. Yeah, know. she <laughs> said she likes it, and basically it's kind of a good thing that Eva's not been on TV yet. So uh, she gets away with it, but she did say a warning. She said you'll get away with it this time, but in the future, uh, you got to just do what we say. It's not. It's, this won't be Eva Marie's first uh, last running with the authority as well, will it? Yeah, we we have issues later, <laughs> which we will get to. Uh, so, yeah, we're now at a party, some sort of pre-WrestleMania party. Uh, Natty is annoyed because she's not allowed to kind of be at the party. She has to be kind of a host on the catwalk kind of thing. Yeah, doing a, presumably some kind of WWE. This would have been pre-network, wouldn't it? So some kind of WWE thingamabibble. And the Bellas uh, are getting it up because uh, all the blokes are smusing with uh, Eva Marie, which uh, yeah, <laughs> Eva they Marie do and... not like at all, do they? Poor Jojo. Jojo's 19 and this is in America. She can't even drink. And she's been made to go to oh, one of these, yeah. one of these thought, horrible things. I never even thought about that watching it. I always forget that uh, the drinking laws are 21 in her. In most states, yeah. I don't know if it is all states, but I know it is in uh, most. But then look at her, nineteen, and she's like, "Must be so, out. must be so scary for her, Christ!" Because she looks nineteen as well. She doesn't look like an old nineteen. She, no, she looks she, like a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she can't even drink. But yeah, the Bellas are basically doing the classic wrestling thing of making the newbies get them drinks and stuff mm. instead of like beer. It's champagne. Uh, then they're all just taking pictures with probably, knowing the WWE, half kind of famous people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Who sort of like them, D, D-listers or whatever you call them. Sort yeah, of celebrities that nobody's really heard of. <laughs> and then we get the first the first sight of the Nikki Bella-John Cena marriage drama. Um, Nikki Bella's asking John about the laws on marrying a robot. 
John Cena said he's tried before, but it never really goes well. And unfortunately, being 50% metal, uh, yeah, but John yeah. Cena doesn't. In reality, what he actually said was uh, he's been married before and it didn't go well. Probably. It doesn't sound time. like they've been dating all that long, though, from at this point. So she's pretty keen to get a, a ring on her finger, though, isn't she? Yeah, she's really, she really is, and she nearly did it. She nearly accomplished her mission, but John Cena had to go back to his timeline, and now he's part-time. Uh, Naomi and Ariana um, are having an argument. Sorry, I really mixed, in my notes, I really mixed up writing Trinity and Naomi. I couldn't get used yeah, to it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult, <laughs> isn't it? I don't know why they didn't just do it. I know they like to own names, but Trinity's a much more badass-sounding name than uh, Naomi, isn't it? Well, but then Naomi's not in the Matrix. No, true, true. She can't. She can't dodge bullets. Well, neither could Trinity. But um, we can barely dodge wrestling moves, let alone bullets. Uh, oh, yeah. I liked at the start where I just remember at the start where she was talking about her butt attack. Mm. She's just like, yeah, that's one of my signature moves. Just jump up and stick my bum in people's faces. That's like a lot of thought went into that, didn't it? <laughs> Could be misinterpreted for uh, a different line of profession. Coming <laughs> about that manoeuvre. Yeah, they. Um, uh, but Naomi and Ariana have an argument just because Naomi's concerned about getting the heat from Vincent, and Naomi was kind of saying, "Hey, if people find find out, and if they get annoyed at you, it's going to transfer over to me." And Ariana's just Ariana's basically kind of the worst of the group. She's so horrible. Yeah, I mean, watching. Watching this, it's easy to see, um, no disrespect to it, but it's easy to see why she was future endeavoured, isn't it? Let's, let's be honest. Yeah, she's not a nice person, as we find out in the later episodes. Uh, back to Nikki Bella, who's again asking uh, John Cena about marriage. And, yeah, he's talking about it again. And he says he it, it, it isn't for him, but he does love Nikki Bella. And everything like that. So that's Aww. nice. Um, that is so sweet. That is so sweet indeed. Now to WrestleMania 29, the granddaddy of them all. Uh, Naomi and Ariana's co- costumes are very late. Yeah, they're having a bit of wardrobe trouble, aren't they? They're still they're yeah, still the, making their costume and their matches up next. Yeah, the seamstress is um uh, was was running a bit behind. It's all very frantic. Do you think she knows they're getting caught because she's she doesn't seem particularly concerned that she hasn't finished their costumes yet? I imagine the costumes were ready and this was just played up for the show. Mm. But um, yeah, and Nat- Natalia's kind of taken even Marie and Jojo up to a very nice looking box, a very nice kind of look. Mm. They've all got some drinkies in their hand. And it's going to be the Funkadactyls against the Bellas. And then, unfortunately, the match gets cut. I mean, that you might as well just end WrestleMania and forget it if you're going to cut that match. I mean, can you imagine the hype? I mean, thousands of people were waiting for the Bellas. Yeah. This is the Funkadactyls. It would have been a five-star classic, Nathan. It, it would have been. Apparently, this is, um, this is why Dave Meltzer started watching New Japan because this happened and he just thought well wwe is never going to be good ever again yeah uh, it makes it makes perfect sense yeah because what happens is um the match was meant to happen and then all of a sudden the terminator's music hit and <laughs> do you think john cena um 
used his power. He just went, nah, me, me and Rocky, we're going to need more time, brother. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and him and him and Dwayne politicked together. Um, Bellas feed a funk back. Apparently, apparently, um, one of the matches went too long, and it wouldn't be surprised me if that was uh, Triple H and Brock Lesnar. Knowing what Triple H is like for his matches going stupidly long. Yeah, so it was a real shame. It was it was destined for greatness, but. Everyone has a cry and a little hug, and mm. Naomi starts talking about how she doesn't want to be here forever. She she's gonna want to have kids in the next few years, and now it's 2019 and she's still there. So that was a lie. Yeah, <laughs> that went to plan, didn't it? Yeah, how'd that go? Well, we we know what went wrong as we, as we transition into episode two because that was the end of episode one. That was the pilot. What did you think of the pilot? It's it's not really a show for me. I don't want to be too horrible to it, but I did find um, I did find I liked Eva Marie not just because she's an attractive lady, but I liked to sort of f you to authority sort of stance. If that is uh, non scripted, I have a feeling it probably is scripted. But you know, I'm not going to go blonde. I'm going to dye my red and fuck it, so so to speak. And I did like I did. And I did like um, sort of seeing what happened at WrestleMania. You know, I, I, I didn't know much about WrestleMania 29. I thought, you know, pretty good in for the girls that the, they got cut from the show. Uh, there we go. I mean, what? It was a great pilot episode. It was just phenomenal television throughout. And yeah, I thought Vincent and JoJo were the MVPs of this episode. Uh, unfortunately, we don't see much of Vincent. Well, we see him a little bit more, but we don't see much of him going forwards. No, no, unsurprisingly, when he wants to kick, kick, uh, uh, kick off on half a talent. Yeah, I think John Cena trying to fish was probably the best scene uh, so far. But episode two, uh, Eva and JoJo are at Raw, and who do they see but the luscious Fandango? Oh yeah. Oh, Eva Marie calls Fandango one of the biggest stars that WWE has right now. <laughs> oh. So how much wrestling she must watch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, they noticed that Fandango has a different valet every or dancer every single time he does his entrance. He's got different girls. Yeah, so. Well, how long did that go on? Because uh, when I was watching it, he I always had uh, Summer, I think it was Summer Rae he had with him. And, uh, and it was always Summer Ray. I wasn't watching at this point. But uh, and even Marie reckons she can do this. She can do this. And maybe yeah. she can. Maybe she can. We'll find out later mm. on. Cliffhanger to open. Um Ariana and Naomi are decided they want they don't they're not happy with what happened at WrestleMania with their costumes, so they're gonna try and get a new seamstress. Naomi's kind of against the idea. But Ariana's yeah. becoming that pushy bitch that we Growing. I think she's already sort of got someone in mind and probably uh, got somebody on it. And she's sort of, <laughs> yeah, nobody's worried they'll upset the one that normally does it. I forget her name now. Yeah, I didn't write it down. But uh, Ella and Daniel Bryan, or sorry, Brian Danielson, because watching Total Divas, they're going to go to Tampa to John Cena. Bella's place, and then Cena and Nikki are going to go to Brie and Brian's place after, and then we're just going to see what each other's lives are like. Yeah. So, 
And, yeah, I was uh, I was a bit disappointed though because um, obviously House Rules is a total Bellas thing, and I, I was looking forward to some House Rules. We didn't see any House Rules. No. And now possibly the greatest scene in I'm going to call it television history <laughs> is Eva Marie, JoJo, and and Natalia sat down at a table, and Eva Marie suggested the idea. That she could be Dango's dancer, Deputy Dango, as Tyler Breeze calls him. And then just just the magic of when Fandango walks over. It's just the way <laughs> how you can tell that he gives he doesn't want to be on this show. He has been told to be on this show. So he's just gonna be the biggest creep he can possibly be. <laughs> so he walks over, he says a nice hello to Natty, obviously, you presume they're friends. And then even Marie's just talking about how she wants to be his dancer. You just see Dango's eyes. He's just like, what is this show? (laughs) (laughs) Why am I on there? And she's like, oh, and he's like, oh, you're a dancer, are you? And she's like, yeah, I could be your dancer. And then they kind of both just make really flirty lines at each other. (laughs) um, Which is fair enough. Dango's a good looking man. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm... Actually, perplexed why Fandango's not a bigger star. I think it's probably a stupid gimmick. I mean, he's got a, he's put together body wise. He's quite good looking. He's got the um, he's got you know he's got charisma. We've seen it in the uh, Fashion Police files. So I, I just don't understand why he's yeah. He's well, never he's made him. it bigger than he is. He, he was on the or him and Tyler Breeze were on the E and C pod once, and he basically said that he had a shit attitude. Like he said himself that he had a really bad attitude. Uh, So he kind of got pushed to the back. Yeah, and he said it was his own fault. So, but he kind of recovered that. So now that now those two are back on NXT, him and Breeze, maybe they can look to rebuild. Especially now it's going live. It's really funny. Have you ever seen those Southpaw wrestling? Yeah, it's It's really funny. It's really funny on them as a co-host with John Cena, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just wrote down what a scene. So Eva Marie's vying to be by the side of Dango. Uh, the Bellas are backstage. They've got a match tonight with um, what, with one of the five actors. I think it's Naomi against Marie. Yeah. Uh, the Road Dog, uh... Jesse James. Yeah. I didn't realise it was... says what the, what the finish is. Yeah, I didn't realise it was producing back then. Well, they kind of worked us. They told us it was going to be Twin Magic, but when they actually showed the match or the segment of the match, Twin Magic failed. Yeah, they did use it, but yeah, the uh, the, the referee realised and uh, DQ'd the Bellas. Uh, but let's get into the crux of this. Now, the truth never hurts is the lesson from this episode of Total Divas. Because Eva Marie is backstage talking to Jane and some sweaty guy. (laughs) (laughs) I've never really quite worked out who he is. He's some sort of assistant to Jane or something, I think. He always looks sort of awkward, doesn't he? Like He doesn't really want to be on camera either. Exactly. So, um, And Eva Marie says to how Dango always has a different dancer and she wants to be a permanent dancer for him. And she tells that Jane, that she's a trained dancer. Yeah, ballet and, and ballroom dancing by all accounts. Now, what what's the secret here, though, Carl? The secret is, as she confesses a little bit later on, she can't dance at all. 
Yeah, she can't dance, so that's going to be interesting going forward. She's got a week, and she doesn't even really try to cram in a bit of dance lessons somewhere either, does she? Yeah. I'm sure you could come up with... They do an audition, but I'm sure she could have come up with something more... If she'd have tried something more passable than what she actually came out with, if she'd have put her mind to it. Exactly. So she's got a week because they're at one raw and they say during the dress rehearsal the rehearsal uh, rehearsal time before next monday they'll do a they'll do a rehearsal for his entrance and see what it looks like and she says cool uh, now backstage dango's coming back through the curtain off doing some fandango stuff and uh jojo is there and she kind of puts over eva marie she's like eva's going to be your dancer and dango doesn't really want to be there but he's just kind of like oh yeah cool and then Eva Marie walks over and just has all the pervy eyes. Hmm. She's just she's just eyeing up, eyeing up a bit of Dango. And... I know, uh, and you know they look like you know they're quite into each other. But then there's more Eva Marie secrets to to come out of the closet, isn't oh, there? It's re- <laughs> it really is, and that's when it goes. That's where it goes to some kind of not live bit, but some kind of backstage. Uh, bit where even Marie's like, I can't dance. And this is where I wrote the words, this is such a good show. Mm-hmm. And I was really into this. I was like, oh, fuck, what the hell is Eva Marie going to do? She's got a week. She's going to have to learn to dance. She doesn't. Spoiler. Yeah, you, you, that's <laughs> what I was just saying. You would have thought in a week she could have come up with something passable, at least. Oh, well, from some perving to some perving, because uh, Nikki, John, uh, DB and Brie, and Brian, sorry, are uh, getting on a private jet. I'm sure Daniel Bryan was thrilled to be getting onto it, as we know. He's, a very, he's an oh, environmentalist. Oh, no. I mean, he, sh- he should have cycled all the way. I mean, what, yeah. what would 2019 Bryan think of that? Yeah, think of Daisy. And uh, so, yeah, they're all sitting on a plane. There's one point where Nikki changes what leg she has crossed over, and Brie goes, You're not wearing underwear, Nikki. And Nikki's like, Shut up, Brianna. And it's just like, what the hell? Why did they decide to record this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Then more Eva Marie issues, because Eva Marie apparently tweeted when she was a few seats down from Nikki Bella that she would like to be John's tag team partner in the ring. And Nikki has real issues. Nikki Bella is incredibly insecure. As she a is. She really is. Because when and, I John, said, and John thinks it's funny, doesn't he? I don't think he yeah. understands how much it uh, pisses off uh, Nicky because he's having a bit of a... He's having bants about it, really, isn't he? Yeah, because I just think it's weird because I was just thinking, like, when Andy Murray asked Serena Williams to be his mixed tag partner at Wimbledon, do you think Serena Williams' husband went, fucking hell, what's he like, that Andy Murray? <laughs> 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 Oh, don't don't you be a tag team partner in a fake sport? <laughs> but yeah, it's just Nick, so I just yeah, know Nikki has real issues. <laughs> what one of the things WWE doesn't want you to know? I guess the other thing from is it called a holic who do who do that? What what WWE wants you to forget about certain people? John Cena did have a reputation as being quite the ladies' man uh, when his marriage when his marriage collapsed. Oh, God. So, I mean, there's loads of people that know that he's not human. Could be. Could be. And, uh, yeah, uh, John Cena talks about how he likes the um, 
he thinks Eva Marie has a good look to be a superstar with <laughs> red hair. Yeah. He's basically good. saying she's really hot in front of his uh, girlfriend. <laughs> which, goes, which goes down about as well as you can imagine. <laughs> exactly. And Nikki Bella just looks jealous as everything as usual. Uh, but yeah, they're going to fly all the way to Tampa, Florida. Uh, but we will get back to that in a bit because now... One of Eva Marie's secrets again. She has a boyfriend. Oh, I mean, oh, even oh, even oh. JoJo is like WTF on that one, isn't she? Yeah, because she's talking about how she's going to go hang out with Dango. Yeah, later. basically, to, you know, basically not far off saying she's going to get off with him, basically. And then next thing you know, her boyfriend shows up. Yeah, her boyfriend turns up again. And he's not, and he's not her boyfriend for much longer, but not. For the way you might think, I mean it. Yeah, and they're, they're um, they've not been together very long. I think it said two and a half months or something. Something like that. Yeah, but um, again, he's not a, he's not a great looking human, <laughs> when compared to Eva Marie. Uh, Jojo's not happy, but he did bring her donuts from her favourite donut shop. What a, what a, a way to a, a woman's heart. Guy. Exactly. And then he proposes to her in the middle of their apartment. <laughs> with donuts. I mean, with, with donut. <laughs> romantic if ever I saw one. So this is going at a million miles an hour. And uh, yeah, Eva says yes. And everyone's confused, including Jojo and probably the cameraman or woman. I don't know. Do you think, do you think this is set up on camera? They probably, they probably are engaged already in real life before, no. before this bit. Don't be ridiculous, Carl. How dare you? This is reality TV. I mean, these days, if you saw how many wrestlers were shacking up with each other, you probably would because you'd, you'd be in that much of a panic. Perhaps a bit of, Christ, everyone's always getting up with each other these days. I better get a, get a ring out. Yeah, exactly. Like, what else are we going to do? But... Uh... Yeah, and then that's kind of the end of, of that bit because now we're back with Ariana and Vincent. And I think it's the final appearance of Vincent in these three episodes. And she's phoning some Hollywood costume designer to try and get them some costumes. Uh, Vincent's acting like a dick and uh, basically talking about Broder's Clay some more. But the costume designer does say that he can knock something up in about three days, which is real miracle because her instructions were not clear. No, really I mean very vaguely desi- described some clothes. <laughs> I don't. I mean, she loves it when she picks it up, but I didn't even think it was that great, personally. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't amazing. Uh, right on to um, John Cena's home. It's predictably massive. It's fucking awesome. I must admit, Jesus yeah, Christ! It's it's. And then I wrote down John Cena is clearly very mad to be on this show, which. I mean, I might be jumping ahead now, but which is the episode he buys with a car? Yeah, that was weird. But he has a lot of cars. Is that uh, is that is that on the, is that in the next one or is that on the first one? I know in uh, one episode he's, he's, he buys her a Range Yeah, uh, that is in the next one. So we'll get to that. But John, sorry, Cena just buy... just edit that out. Just edit that out. I I won't. I'm not editing this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't mind that. I don't mind that I might have jumped ahead, but you know, it spoils it. It'll spoil it for our listeners. Oh yeah, spoilers for the three <laughs> episodes of 
Total Divas after WrestleMania we're, 29. Hey, this is high Brian. We, <laughs> we could get a brand new audience for this. I can't. I can't I mean, look wait. How, look how the Bellas sold out Evolution single-handedly. I mean, if all those people come to us now because we're talking about Total Bellas, oh. Total Divas, it's all that flipping thing to me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Nikki Bella's clearly just using John for his stuff. Because she just talks about, oh, do you want to go drive John's car? And I said, hey, you're not even going to go ask the guy? Uh, Brie Bella, I bold, bold prediction. I don't think Brie Bella likes this house. I think she was pretending. <laughs> when she was talking about it, they were like, oh, you, you, it's really nice. And everyone's like, oh, you're so, oh, you're just jealous. And it was like, Brie apparently Brie wasn't that jealous. <laughs> I mean, for. for... They are legit twins, aren't they? I'm not making. I'm not making this. Yeah, up. they are. But they are pretty... very different. They are very different personality-wise, aren't they? Incredibly, like. Brie... I mean, like when you see, especially when you compare their boyfriends with, uh, you know, Nikki was super stud, John Cena, and Brie with more down to earth, Daniel Bryan. Well, yeah, Bryan if... Danielson. Brie and Daniel Bryan do seem to enjoy because they still do. They live in like a really eco yeah, house, yeah. don't they? I mean, so they must. Either it's a hell of a compromise on Brie's part, or she quite enjoys no, that. No, I, I think I think she must be on um, you know same mindset. He definitely thinks so, wouldn't you? Because she likes. I mean, she like she's all. I mean, because Nikki is so much, so material, isn't she? Yeah, she's dating that dancer guy now, isn't she? Apparently so, yeah. So, there we go. But, um, yeah, I don't think Brie really likes this house, but she does pretend to. And then we go back to Eva Marie, who's getting ready for her quote-unquote business meeting with Deputy Dango. And she's putting on fake eyelashes. She's not going to tell him about her fiancé. She even takes that brand new ring that she just got out of a donut off of her finger. And Jojo's like, what are you doing? She wears quite the skimpy dress as well, if I remember correctly. She does. But the main event of the evening is obviously... The swimming pool at John Cena's house. Oh, that is awesome. I mean, it's even got a slide in it. For yeah, it's got a slide. What does a Terminator need a slide for? But who knows? Mm. Again, I wrote John doesn't like the show. He just sounds so modest. He's just like, why don't you guys come get in the pool? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so everyone, they, they have a little swim swim. He's probably used to having a, a gaggle of women in there with him and you know, some cocaine on the side, but because it's on TV, he's got to got to tone all that down. Robots don't do cocaine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then Ariana goes to get her outfit. It's kind of a weird. It looks like a yellow highlighter. Yeah, she's like, oh, this is great. It's so it's sexier than what such and such makes. And I'm thinking it's not that great, and yeah. it doesn't really fit. She's only got it sort of. For her measurements, it doesn't, as yeah, we'll we see, it, it doesn't, doesn't really fit Naomi very well, does it? No, we will, we will get to that, because <laughs> speaking of what the fuck are people wearing, Fandango turns up, dressed as a sailor or something. I know, he needs to give himself a flipping ticket. 
a fashion police ticket for that. He's wearing like some seat trousers, what looks like a sailor's top, some glasses and some weird, really bright shoes and a jacket. <laughs> and he could... like, if I dress like a twat, they won't put me on. He could not want to be here any less if he tried. So he takes full advantage by just out and out flirting with Eva Marie mm. the whole time. He's just like, so why do you want to dance with me? <laughs> I mean, let's face it, though, wouldn't anybody? I mean, he's another so is smoking up, to be fair. He does do the serious bit. He does say, well, we'll see how the rehearsal goes on yeah. Monday. Eva Marie carries on the lie. Uh, that she um, is a distrained dancer. Uh, they have a nice little and They're standing on a bridge somewhere, and uh, Dan goes just like, "I'm gonna go clubbing with the boys. Want to come?" <laughs> he just goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right, they're on a then back to our budding couples who are back on the private jet. They're off to Aberdeen, Washington, which is where Brian Danielson and Bree live. Uh, and they're, they're going to have a wood chopping contest. Yeah. Girls v. Boys. Uh, John Cena hates being here. I'm not I'm not convinced on um, the Bella's uh, wood cutting attire, to be honest. I'm not sure it would pass health and safety. Yeah, they are um, skimpy is the tops they went for. Very low cut, all the stomach out. And everything like that. Uh, John Cena. I don't know how they think that's going to put the men up there, the men off them, because you know it's it's you know they're their girlfriends. They see them all the time. It's not like it's, yeah. it's a distract. You know, you know what I mean. It's more distracting if it's somebody. Um, I don't know um, what's the word I'm looking for. You don't know. In a, unattainable, and you you know you're not. Yeah, you don't know. Well, for Nikki, John was unattainable. But uh, yeah, <laughs> very yeah. true. Girls v guys and wood chopping. Uh, John goes first and uses all his Terminator power to annihilate the logs. Yeah, fair uh, play. I mean, if if that isn't a big enough, um, it's a hint. Hint that he's a Terminator. The way he was cutting that wood. Yeah, and Nikki kind of cuts some wood, but more just spends a bit of time bending over, and the camera zooms in on her boobs a bit. Uh, Disgusting. They go back, they kind of go into the backstage bits every now and then where both Bellas are like, when Nikki's like, I love my boyfriend, he's so hot. And uh, Bree's like, I love the fact Brian looks like a lumberjack and things like that. Uh, Brian's not very good at chopping wood because he's no, not a Terminator. No, he isn't, is he? <laughs> he does well, make he... a bit of a shambles of it, bless him. Yeah, well, he's not a robot, which helps. No, doesn't help, rather. And he's all eco. He probably doesn't want to hurt the, the, the wood, does he? He's thinking oh no poor world i don't want to hurt you yeah so um yeah that was a, it was an excellent scene then brie and nikki kind of have a bit where they're walking around aberdeen washington and brie's like i don't know if i want to live here even though everyone knows she does <laughs> and uh and but that the main bit of this show eva is time for eva to face the music uh she goes to natty she's going to kind of try and get herself out of this she's got a very nice dress though uh which dango compliments it does yeah he's very happy to see her wearing that uh then trinity and ariana come up and natty's like naomi's a trained dancer or trinity's a trained dancer she can help you and straight away they're like can you do the splits 
I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not a dancer, but why is that the first question? <laughs> uh, and apparently she says, no, and what? You're a trained dancer and you can't do the splits. I didn't think that was, especially if like ballroom dancer, I didn't think that was a, 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 an actual requirement that you had to do the splits to be a, a dancer, yeah. personally. Yeah, like there was the bit back at the restaurant where she was, where Dango was like, "Oh, can you do the splits?" And she was like, "Oh, not since my hip, it's really tight." And Dango was like, "I can ice it for you for the show." <laughs> I, remember, I remember that. Yeah. It's like, go on, Dango. Um, we forgot when they went to the, when they went when they went to the club. They did have a bit of a moment where she walked up and they had a little hug. Um, but yeah, very sexy. Oh, God, who knows what happened? I can't imagine her fiancé was pleased watching this episode. <laughs> she was probably like, yeah, we should really skip episode two. It's the worst one. Yeah, and, uh... what's that? So, well, here here we go. It's it's rehearsal time. Eva Marie's talking about how she needs to get out of this, but she can't. And luckily there's no crowd, but people are watching, like Jane and the really sweaty guy. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's what we're just gonna call him, really sweaty guy. Yeah, and and the music hits the da 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 da, and I mean, Eva shits the bed. I mean, if it's if it's believable and you can imagine in it, she actually dances worse than she wrestles. Yeah, she um she wasn't great. She didn't learn the entrance pattern. So Dango to now Dango is pissed. You can see it immediately. When they stop, he is annoyed. He's been told she's going to be this amazing mm. dancer. And he just he just, um, he just, just says to the sweaty guy, we're not doing this again, and then walks off. Jane storms off and leaves sweaty man to deal with it. He walks up to her and says, I thought you told us you were a trained dancer. And Eva Marie, uh, she's in trouble. She is in it's trouble. Even so much trouble that they bring out the big guns. They do. They bring out the big guns in a little bit because time for some more comedy. Uh, Naomi's put on the gear that Ariana oh, God. has had made for her, and it's not good. It doesn't <laughs> fit over her boobs properly. She yeah, says it doesn't her... fit over her bum properly. And in her own words, my cookie's out. And they're having to blur it. They're having to blur between her legs because I'm guessing it's riding up very high. Yeah. And, um, so they're it's literally... an extreme camel toe going on, I'm Yeah, I'm they literally have a filter over her and they're going to have to go to... And this is where I, the seamstress is, whose name is Sandra. I've written that down at this point in my notes. Sorry if ah, you're not... Ah, there we go. They need help. They need her to adjust it. But uh, Sandra's annoyed that they went behind her back for an outfit. And she just wants an apology, but Ariana is not going to give her an apology. She turns into super bitch, even though Trinity's like, just say sorry, and then she'll fix this. Pain in the arse, isn't she? Uh, Ariana slash Carmen. As I say, it's little wonder she got future endeavoured. Yeah, exactly. There's not good. She's not very nice. And Sandra, quite rightfully, I think, refuses to help. Yeah. So they end up basically digging through to an old outfit that they wore. Which looks much better fit. than the shite she's picked up from a Hollywood seamstress. It has to it's, be sad. Exactly. And then if Eva Marie's day wasn't bad enough, she is sat backstage. And this is her own doing. And she's near enough crying already. And she will be crying properly in a moment because in walks Stephanie McMahon. 
Oh no, Christ. Stephanie lays down the law. She says, you lied to us, you embarrassed yourself, you embarrassed the company. Imagine if we didn't do the rehearsal and we just went live in front of all the millions of people who watch Monday Night Raw. Uh, she's, and um, Eva Marie kind of promises that this was just a mistake and it will never happen again. But Stephanie McMahon says, Stephanie McMahon says at one point, I don't even know who you are. But you will not last here if you do this again. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> that, is a, that is a put down, isn't it? That's definitely my man put down who I heard one. Eva Marie is in tears, and you can see it behind her eyes is having a breakdown. Um, I can't imagine Dango ever spoke to her again, but they'll always have that night. Yeah, they will. But she uh, nearly cheated on her new fiance. <laughs> exactly. On to episode three, the final episode that we will be reviewing today. Uh, let's And ever, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the Bellas are in a car. They basically explain why they're both dumb. Um, Nikki kind of says something about, I always used to do sport. I wasn't much of an academic. That's why I sound stupid. And I was like, yeah, that's why you oh, sound stupid. I was thinking, <laughs> thinking that. Here we go. Roll it out. Roll it out. Excuses. <laughs> Yeah, so they're arguing over whether a, someone that cuts palm trees in Florida is a tree trimmer or a tree cutter. And uh, it's a strange argument to have, I guess, that's sisters for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bree and Daniel Bryan are in a hotel room and they're going to FaceTime with their dog. Who's at their in Phoenix, Arizona. And that's where Bree breaks the news to us that her and Daniel Bryan are going to move to Phoenix, Arizona. Because basically they miss their family, they got their dog, and they're having to transport that dog all over the place for when they're on the road. Uh, so they love their dog. Basically, this is a prelude to them having a child because they're treating the dog like a child. Yeah, <laughs> it, make, uh, it makes sense though that they want to move to be with their, their dog. To be honest, yeah, I don't know what Naomi and Jimmy were doing at this point because I just wrote Naomi and Jimmy did stuff, and I don't remember what. I think they were. I oh, think they were like, wrestling at the NXT place. Could be. Uh, something like that. Uh, Bill DeMott is still there. Tra- yeah, he's still there. He's training Eva and JoJo and some other people. Forgot to mention right at the start of episode one, goes unmentioned, but Charlotte Flair's in the ring. Oh yeah, she is. Isn't she? Yeah, yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't named or anything, but she was. She was in the ring with Natty and people like that. Um, yeah, and Eva Marie does some some wrestling bill's talking to her is where someone slams jojo and jojo doesn't tuck her head and she takes a big whack on the back of the head off a scoop slam and she gets sees a doctor backstage she's she's out of action now she's got a concussion so it's not it's not too bad do you think that might have been it for jojo because she's never wrestled as far as i know she's always been the uh ring announcer oh she just got hit on the head so hard she fell in love with Bray Wyatt <laughs> I mean it happened to, it happened to um, Bray Wyatt he got punt kicked by Randy Orton and then came and then came back as Bray that's uh, true that's true no wonder he's head. no wonder he's so messed up that that punt kick's really done a number on him yeah exactly and then Randy burnt down his house and he became the fiend I hope Randy Orton stays away from him exactly yeah. No wonder so, Sandra hates Randy so much. <laughs> it's all his fault. Exactly. We'd still have Husky Harris if it wasn't for Orson. Um, Naomi and I'm just going to call her Naomi because 
I just can't. It's easier, I, I it's easier it. isn't it? And I'm not... I'm, so Naomi and Jimmy Uso it's are out It's not the Matrix, for, it's Naomi. <laughs> Naomi and Jimmy Uso are out for dinner. Uh, I say dinner, they've just, they've just got a load of empty glasses in front of them. So... <laughs> <laughs> and he, he picks the perfect moment to ask Naomi why she's not... Why she doesn't wear her engagement ring while she's at work. This is where Naomi kind of basically explains, oh, the WWE want the Divas to perceive to be perceived as single and available. And I was thinking, you probably just don't want to wrestle in a metal ring. Well, yeah, I was thinking this. I mean, you don't really want to wrestle with your ring on, do you? I mean... What if you lose it? What are you the... could end, I know, or you could end up with Ronda Rousey fingers or something. Oh, well, that was a door of a boat that fell on her. So. <laughs> but I just imagine it be really... Because I know Randy Orton wrestles with... Well, it's either a, a black kind of plastic thing on his engagement finger, or he wraps his ring in tape to keep yeah. it in one place. But obviously that's not going to match Naomi's gear. Um, she does give a really shitty answer, though. I mean, also, also blokes tend to just wear a gold band. You don't have to worry about big-ass stones or anything like yeah, uh, that's another women bit. do. Well, yeah, because imagine, like, I don't know what... Imagine if she throws, like, a punch with her left hand. She just fucking takes someone's eye out with a diamond. Exactly. Jimmy, you're not thinking this through, man. He's not, is he? Yeah, but she still gives a really shitty answer. And she I see why he's the sort of person to get done for uh, DUIs. <laughs> God, yeah. We're really laying into it. We should probably stop. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy Uso, if you're listening. Um, he does back down, though. And then it, Bree's now got to take the moment. She's got to take the moment. And uh, she's got to tell Nikki that they're moving to Phoenix, Arizona. I don't know why. Why is this such a big deal for Nikki though? I don't. I don't understand. Because they wouldn't. They weren't going to be living in the same city anyway. If they were in Aberdeen, Washington, and Nikki and John were in uh, Florida. Yeah. So I um, don't quite get it. They're in. They're in the gym. Nikki Bella's doing some stairmaster and staring at herself in a mirror, which she admits. Uh, she moans about John. John leaving to. I. Go stop another robot war or something. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. He's got a. He's got more uh, Sarah Connor doors to knock on, hasn't he? To to find her. Yeah, well, this on. might have been about about the time where Genesis came out, so maybe he's just got to have a chat with Christian Bale about something. Yeah, uh, could so be. They, t- they talk about being twins for a bit, and then Bree tells her. So Nikki, obviously, very rationally, just storms off. And uh, that that was that. She's annoyed that mm. she's moving to Phoenix, Arizona, to be with her husband and live her own life. Uh, I, real, how dare she? Real selfish stuff, basically, from Brie Bella. Um, how dare she want to enhance a relationship and look after a dog? And be happy. Makes you sick. It does. So, uh, yeah, the Bellas are, at this point, they're meant to have a meeting. They do some kind of like backstage shots where Nikki and Brie basically explain their side. And now... Um, they're meant to have a meeting for some film. I don't know if this film ever came out. But uh, I don't know. They're meeting some directors, their agents there. Bree's late, though. And the directors are pretty annoyed. But luckily, 30 seconds later, Bree walks in. So, she does. So that was all right. Like, it turned out no problem. Uh, Bree was really ready and put together and was there 
Uh, they have a quick chat about would they be willing to do their own stunts. They're both like, yeah, we, we'd be fine. I feel like that's more of an Emory dancing situation <laughs> yeah. again. They're like, they're like, you guys ever done stunts? They're like, yeah, we do it all the time. <laughs> well, that's the train stunt. Women don't, you know. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, now Jojo obviously has a concussion. Her boyfriend, who's not Bray Wyatt at this point, turns up because he heard about the concussion his name's sebastian he's a bigger he's actually a bigger loser than jonathan and vincent put together yeah he's he is um um he's 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 not a good looking boy is he no and he's quite he he comes across in this episode to me he's quite chauvinistic as well to well, presumably he's like 18 19 as well but he's just kind of think of just a tall chubby guy in very baggy shorts and an extra baggy t-shirt and that's what this guy is and uh pretty much yeah and then we see a training montage of basically like a very rocky style training montage of the bellas doing some kettlebell swings they're doing some punching nikki's still annoyed that Bree's moving and i'm presuming the punches were meant to be like super intense to show how annoyed nikki was but they really weren't uh, yeah, and then move on to the next scene, and uh, JoJo's boyfriend's basically, or Sebastian's freaking out about her being injured. He's also upset that he doesn't get to see her a lot because she's here training, and then he breaks up with her. Yeah, well, he, well, he, yeah, well, I think at first he asked her to give up. Cheese between him and wrestling, doesn't he? Basically, wants her to give up on her dream and come back yeah. with him. And when she doesn't, yeah. And he's quite the arsehole about it, really. Yeah, and he he storms off. He just leaves, and Jojo unfortunately has a bit of a bit of a big cry and a bit of a breakdown, and uh, it's not good for it's not good for her. Jojo doesn't need it. She's got a concussion, and he's just walked up to upset her and make her cry. It's not very nice. No wonder. Oh, no. Bray probably killed him. That's why we've I'd never be, seen well, him. I'd, again. I'd be looking over my shoulder right about now if I was Sebastian. Yeah. yeah. You know, don't let him in. Exactly. Exactly. So Jojo's left crying on the bed with a concussion. She should probably get a doctor in there. Uh, Naomi and Jimmy are training at NXT again. Uh, Naomi wants to learn to do a slingshot leg drop thing, but she's freaking out about it. And Bill DeMott's like, just do it. And Jimmy Uso's like, just do it. (laughs) But she's like, oh, it's the first time I've done it. Bill DeMott's like, don't hesitate. Really showing his lovely side. Yeah. Uh, she hits the leg drop on Jimmy. It goes okay. Demott's like, you can't hesitate. You hesitate, you'll be out this ring. And Jimmy so then bring, makes some snide remark about how she can't decide when they're going to get married. Yeah, yeah. He does say something like that, doesn't he? Which goes, doesn't go down particularly well. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had the upper hand in this argument. And he's really kind of messed it up. So... Uh, Jojo and Eva Marie are in a car driving somewhere. Jojo's talking to Eva Marie about how her boyfriend wants her to quit. And uh, he he's no Bray Wyatt, so she should just give up on him. Eva Marie calls him selfish for making her choose. And, yeah, and Jojo's kind of like, she's really, she's considering quitting. Or Eva Marie she thinks is, she is. She? Yeah. All for Sebastian. What a loser. I think the concussion might have had something to do with it as well, I think. I don't think a lot of these people who get into wrestling, I don't think they realise how dangerous it really is and how hurt they can actually get until they do get hurt. 
So that's probably got a second guessing things as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably would. Um, now, uh, uh, Mr. Brian and Brie Bella are packing. Nikki Bella comes over with one box. She's like, "Oh, it's the only box they had." And she sits <laughs> on the bed and doesn't help them pack up their place. And she sounds like a bitch, and she calls them pathetic for moving for a dog. And Brie Bella quite rightly like, oh, if you're just going to come over and give us attitude and be a bitch, why don't you just go? And then Nikki Bella does go. Yeah, she shows all, them. Yeah, she really showed them with her attitude. I was, wait, I was watching the scene thinking, is she going to pick up her box and <laughs> walk out there again? <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, Natalia's at NXT. She's going to help the girls train. JoJo has turned up to watch and observe smartly she can't get in the ring but she's still going to learn by watching especially someone like natalia that's that's good stuff from jojo yeah it is yeah uh, natalia notices jojo and goes to talk to her and jojo talks about sebastian about how he's trying to make her choose natty's on the side of uh him. i know it's tricky but if he's making you choose that's a bit selfish and jojo gets up and cries but natalia goes after her and they have a little hug natalia's like i'll always be here for you jojo and JoJo's she at like, some point yeah. tell her she doesn't think she'll make it in this business if she's uh... well she said uh, she said um, there's a chance you won't make it but you won't know unless you try yeah which like, obviously in wrestling there's a chance you won't make it um, so that was a nice scene uh, John Cena doesn't want to be here again and Nikki Bella is in the car with him talk about how she freaked out at Brie and Brian and John Cena like people think Triple H has a shovel John Cena got his shovel out and buried Nikki Bella six he feet He did, under. didn't he? He, he really did. buried her. He put, her put her in her place. Good and proper. Yeah, he said about how you've got a short fuse. You're just being selfish, isn't it? A bit, bit selfish to be angry at Brie when she's trying to build a life with Brian. He puts over Brian as being a good guy. Nikki is nothing. She has no reply. She is absolute jack shit at this point. She just sits there. She just has to take... She needs an attitude adjustment. She got it. <laughs> and, uh, but John Cena is right, to be fair. So there's not a lot she can. Not a lot she she can needed say. it. But yeah, this was a verbal squash match. And yeah, <laughs> John then ends it with a joke. So he gets Nikki laughing. But um, yeah, it was it was poor. It was over in 20 seconds. That And Nikki started off so well. She was like, it's pathetic. They're moving for a dog. And John's like, no, Nikki. You will listen to me. Uh, and that was the end of that. But more arguments, because now it's Naomi and Jimmy Uso's turn. Uh, Naomi just, is just kind of ignoring Jimmy and under a blanket on the sofa. And all Jimmy wants is to know whether she still wants to get married, because she won't let them pick a date. Yeah. And they've been engaged for like over a year. But Naomi keeps putting off and making any sort of date about it. Naomi basically talks about how she doesn't really know what she wants. She wants to focus on her career she has, and things like that. And Jimmy's like, well, why are you engaged to me? And Naomi just tells him to go. And she tells him to find someone else that will pick it, that will be more decisive for him. So Jimmy Uso does the obvious thing, which is go. Luckily, he already had a bag packed. Yeah, so, that was handy, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, he just went and zipped up a suitcase in the same shot and then just walked out. But not before. In one scene, this glass was on the side of a table. And in the next cut, it was strategically moved (laughs) in just the right position for Jimmy Uso to bat it like a tennis ball into a wall. And um, 
Yeah, I did write down, Naomi's really mean to Jimmy Uso. All he wants to know is, do you definitely want to get married And still? Or what's oh, going on? Oh, yeah. She's not having any of it, is she? No, she's she's not. So they're on bad terms. Naomi has a little cry on the sofa. What's Jimmy Uso? Probably goes to the bar or something. And uh, Nikki turns up at Brie Bella's house. She says sorry for being a bitch. She makes a joke about the box. She's like, it's the only box they had in that size. Um, and yeah, he, she talks about how John made her see the error of her ways. And they have a little hug, a little sister moment. So that was nice. Yeah, terrific. Yeah, Carl has completely checked out, guys, if you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> so we were actually... Naomi is super angry when she turns up to Raw, probably at her own attitude. Uh, Ariana turns up, she has tonsillitis, everyone's like, is it contagious? And um, yeah, apparently she's been ill all week, but they've still got to go out and work. Uh, and it turns out, what are the chances, Carl, that there's a mixed tag match and Naomi and Jimmy Uso just happen to be on the other side of the ring? Yeah, team? yeah. It's like they don't even know the, the booking situation until the last until the last minute. I know. Ariana and Naomi are, are all geared up they're ready uh when sweaty man walks over and naomi's like please don't make us work together we just sort of row he's having none of it though he's like hey leave your personal shit at the door this this is work and naomi's like you're right i know it and then uh naomi's basically super unprofessional in this match uh what is it is it naomi and brodius against nikki and um it's the funkadactyls hip-hop hippo and bro against the Bellas and the Usos. Uh, that's Nikki, it, that's it. When they come to the ring in the entrance and Jojo and uh, Eva Maria are at ringside, so they're kind of focusing on that. Nikki obviously does the heel heat thing, classic of cuddling up to the other person's yeah. man. <laughs> oh, really cares. And um, I uh, do. And then there's a tag out where someone... Yeah, she, no, she goes ape on Nikki Bella, doesn't she, and does a big beat down. And Nikki yeah. Bella tags out Jimmy Uso. And then they're like, in the WWE, the men... And the women can't interact. There's no physicality. But Naomi stays in the ring. Yeah, she doesn't tag out or whatever you're meant yeah. to do. Head scissors Jimmy Uso. Jimmy Uso's just like, what the hell did you do that for? Or, well, she tries to do a head scissor. And I guess Jimmy just had to kind of go with it so to not expose the business brother. But um, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't believe that wasn't planned. I mean, they would have got some serious shit backstage. This- Stage if that, if that wasn't planned. Um, yeah, super professional. I hate to kill your perception. No, in it's reality but... TV. <laughs> uh, Eva and JoJo are there. They're acting super shocked. They're like, "What the hell is she doing?" And then um, Jimmy Uso takes the fall though. Brodus clove the big splash for the pin. Uh, Eva Marie and JoJo walk backstage. JoJo um, breaks up with Sebastian. Uh, at this point, she's like, "Get take a hike, not Bray. And uh, she does. Into the home straight now. Ariana goes to find Naomi. She, Naomi won't talk to anyone. She's just being a super bitch. And, uh, yeah, I, I wrote down, why the hell did she even say yes to the engagement? She's going to act like this. And then oh, she, no. goes, she goes to find Jimmy Uso, who just happens to be in catering, but with no food. So God knows what he was doing there. Um, oh, no drink was there, you see. <laughs> Bars closed, Jimmy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Naomi and Jimmy have a little chinwag. They decide they can stay, 
Jimmy's kind of like, maybe we need to separate Ben and him. He's like, no, we don't. We'll, we'll still get married. Mur, mur, mur. She talks her way around. They have a little hug. Have a little yeah, she chat. blames it on somebody who um, wouldn't commit to her or something. And that's why yeah, she's... Yeah, she blames cause... it on her ex. And you're just like, well, it's not your ex. Not your ex, Naomi. You've already said yes to, engage, to engagement. Get your shit together, girl. And stop being unprofessional in the ring. Uh, stop being such a total diva. Uh, yeah, that's episode three, though. Carl, we did it. We did. What what a roller coaster ride. Oh, it was um, top tier television. Right, shadow of a doubt. Vincent to Jimmy Uso to Dango, maybe having his way with Eva Marie to a Marie. wood shopping contest to some donuts. Eva Marie's not dancing. Eva Marie sending a tweet. Oh, no Bray Wyatt, but we did get to see JoJo. And uh, my good God, real top tier television. Just Damn something right. to marvel at. We got to see John Cena fish. Remember at the start of this when we saw John Cena fish? Oh, yeah. Those were the days. Those were the days. Yeah. To, to anyone still listening, thank you. This, was, yeah. this has been our summary of the first three episodes of Total Divas because mm. we're not very good at predicting wrestling. And uh, tweet us. Tweet us if you want more. If you want... Nathan is prepared yeah, to do that. Uh, his own podcast, single-handedly. Exactly, exactly. I will do it. But, uh, Carl, what, where can people find you if they want to talk to you? And what have you got going on? Um, if they want to talk to me about Total Divas, they can't find me anywhere. I don't exist. <laughs> but for anything else, I'm at Carlos underscore fire 89 at Twitter and Instagram. Wow. And as always, you can find Rogue Opinions at Rogue underscore Opinions on the Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, check back through the feed. We decided what the best American sitcom of all time is in yeah, a tournament yeah. format. Uh, Nathan, yeah, we, what? We, we, we need to have a bit of a chat about that, actually. Okay. Do you, do, you know, do you know what I was doing before we started podcasting this? Are just, we allowed to say just, on air? Just just make sure we're not recorded anymore but just um mimic, um mimicking american psycho i was on uh, i was on the phone talk, trying to talk scott off a ledge nathan because frazier went out in the first round oh well i mean he shouldn't on have put it up ledge. put it up against the original he put the spin off off against the original I mean, yeah, that that wasn't great in, in hindsight, but great bracketing. <laughs> he said, but yeah, he, he's he's devastated. He's 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 a mess. Nathan is a mess. I don't know. That's, that's what happens when democracy rules. I mean, Jimmy also voted for Cheers, and I took the logical stance of which one has more Woody Harrison. And oh, I mean, you can't yeah. dispute it. You one has a couple of episodes. Base, you can't base something on. How much Woody is in something? Well, I can. He's a character in Cheers. <laughs> and one of the options was Cheers. Um, I'm not too sure how seriously we could take a vote from somebody who eats bread from the fridge. To, I mean, what, what, what's, what's that all about? Seriously. Well, I just think, I don't know. Jimmy's um, is complicated, but we're working on it. And uh, we'll continue to work on it when... Um, when kayfabe court returns hopefully soon 
And we'll just see. We'll have to judge whether Jimmy is still a viable option as a judge after this I mean, bread incident. He even admitted he doesn't shut the fridge door. I mean, <laughs> Daniel Bry- I mean, if Daniel Bryan listens to to any of these pods and hears that, <laughs> that is disgraceful. <laughs> but uh, but but yeah, I'm sure. Well, go back and listen to it, everyone. The best American sitcom. We answer that question. You can find me at Nathan Greenaway. Check us out on Medium, where Anthony Fitzpatrick is always writing wonderful words um, in a sentence structure to make an article, usually about motorsport. <laughs> and uh, yeah, some real good stuff over there. But otherwise, ooh, ooh. are we go- are we going to rate? Are we going to? We're going to get one of your famous ratings for Total Ballers. for Total Divas. Yeah, sorry, uh, I keep getting it mixed up. Total Divas, Bellas, Divas, whatever, they're all the same. Uh, I'm going to rate it your, I'm going to rate it a wine and cheese night because it's real fancy. It's real highbrow and everyone likes wine and cheese. So I'm going to rate it a wine and cheese night with your boys. Your boys are getting your bread and wine and cheese on and watching Total Divas. So yeah, what would you rate it? Oh, I'm, I'm going to sort of... Still, still a rating off you a little bit. You, you, you can't be asked to go to McDonald's, so you go to Burger King instead. And it's still sort of enjoyable, but it's, it's not really what you want to be doing. Uh, not bread, wine, and cheese then. A bit of camembert, no. dunk a bit of bread and some camembert, <laughs> sip of some red wine, and just you know hang out with your boys, with your best bros. Eating something you don't really want to be eating, but you still uh, red wine and cheese is great. Kind of enjoy it against <laughs> your better against your better judgment. Oh, but yeah, thank you guys very much for listening. Go enjoy some camembert and watch some Total Divas, <laughs> and we will be back soon. Bye now. Bye.